0: Welcome to the Pet Grooming Business Podcast with me, Bill Betts, where we give practical business advice to help you grow your pet grooming business. This podcast is sponsored by LowPay, the low rate payment app that gives you more. So without further ado, let's get going. Hello everyone, how are you all doing? Thought I'd uh, pop in live and uh, speak to you all for a bit of brunch and learn. Keep going on about this lunch and learn, but we're doing brunch and learn today. Um, I've got my dogs in the room with me, so do excuse me if they do start barking. Um, It's just, uh, anything sets them off, as you know, don't work with children or animals. So I hope you're all well. Um, It's pretty dreary out there for March. Um, I was looking forward to a bit of sunshine for March, because we know that when there's sunshine, the the phones go uh, go crazy um but you know it's what it is so we've had quite a busy march um but we've been doing a lot of I've been doing a lot of thinking all about um pricing as usual you know it's a very hot topic and um I want to sort of come in and do show you Probably show you the, the the salon owners of you, or maybe people that want to own a salon or move forward to owning a salon, how you can get to a six figure business, um, very very quickly and very very easily. Um, and I want to show you the maths behind that. Okay, um, so there might be a lot of myths going around uh, in your head thinking you know, so six figures, what six figures? That's a hundred thousand pound turnover. Um, so a six figure business, a hundred thousand pound turnover business, and it is very doable within the pet grooming industry and there might be a few myths around that, thinking well, I need to have loads of staff, I need to work loads of hours, I have to work six days a week, um but that's not how how I operate at all, That you know i I want to I want to dig into the industry and bring the industry away from doing loads and loads and loads of dogs. Um, I don't want people, you know, stressing themselves out, injuring themselves. You know, we want to build a, a pet grooming career. We want you to have a pet grooming career. And it's something that I think uh, you're going to hear a lot of when you listen to to me talking is about building a, a business, a sustainable business and a career out of um, pet grooming um because you we see it we see it on the socials now don't we we see people getting injuries you know frozen shoulders carpal tunnel um bad backs bad hips bad feet bad bad everything you know dog grooming is such a physical activity if we are going in um far too cheap uh, and that that goes back to my last podcast about how it sucks to be the cheapest you know if we're, we're pricing our products far too cheap and uh, flooding our diary with inquiries flooding our business with work putting ourselves under loads of pressure you know and having to do tons and tons of haircuts every day that is going to cause injuries isn't it it's going to give us you know carpal tunnel syndrome it's going to give us frozen shoulders tennis elbow all sorts of things like that and when you're self-employed or you work for yourself these are your tools aren't they? your hands and your your body is your tools so um, we need to make sure that pet grooming businesses are more sustainable and that they are sustainable for you so um, we're going to talk about building a hundred thousand uh, pound dog grooming business and how you can do that i'm going to show you the the figures and talk you through the figures on how to do that and again break down some of those myths you you just don't need hundreds and hundreds of employees to do this okay we as a business um fell for this sort of um sell cycle so, like this cycle of doom where um we had we had a busy salon and the the salon was really busy got lots of inquiries this is awesome and we all think like the best thing about you know, you're really, really good in business if you're like really, really busy, but are we being busy fools? Uh, You know, are we actually um, being busy because um, we're just not saying no, or or our prices aren't actually in the right place. So we fell for this, you know, we opened a salon. So we had capacity and um, got lots and lots of inquiries and got busier and busier, and then took on more staff and then got obviously that opened up more appointments. But we only moved our prices up like a pound every year. Um, and because we had some, we had some limiting beliefs, we had some fear around um, you know, people not coming, people no longer using our services and stuff. So, you know, we we piled on the business. So we piled on loads and loads of business. And then to service that business, we piled on loads and loads of, oh, not loads and loads, we piled on more and more stuff. Okay. And um what what that does is If you're if you're not looking at your prices and you're not working out your your figures, uh, you're not working out your figures, then um, what's going to happen is, yes, you're going to make more money because you're doing more work, but actually you're going to make less profit because your staff costs are going to eat into your profit and then you're going to turn around and go where's all my money you know I'm working so so hard I'm servicing all of these clients I'm I'm like servicing the demand but I'm making no money or I'm making just enough to to scrape by you know I don't know if any of any of you um recognize that you know you're making just enough money to to live day by day you know hand to mouth and uh, have these worries that um, should you become sick or, um, you know, maybe a child needs looking after because they're poorly and you have to close a salon for a day, you know, where does that, you have to work extra hard to make up those appointments and to make up those hours. And then what if, like, your employees go sick or or um, they want a pay rise and you're just like, oh, uh, It just becomes this big cycle of stressful, stress, stressfulness, I suppose. Um, So going into lockdown, uh, we reached out and we found business mentorship, business training. And um, that kind of really opened our eyes as a business. And going into lockdown, we had um, five groomers, I suppose. And um, we had to look at that and see if we can start slimming down. Uh, we had to look at that and see if we could start slimming down so when we came out of lockdown uh we put our prices up inspired by the training that we'd had and uh getting getting some mindset sort of help we put our prices up by 19 percent, and then um uh, we put when we were allowed to groom you know there was that funny period where uh lockdown was still in place but uh pet groomers were kind of allowed to go in and there was like welfare grooms and all that palaver. Well, we we went in, uh, we had two groomers in the salon doing grooming. Obviously we were busy because, uh, you know, lots of people were missing their grooms and needed, needed help. And we had two groomers go in, um, we had a price increase go in. And with two people, we were doing 800 pounds a day in, in pet grooming. Now we had groomers on furlough at the time as well. So um, we started to realize, you know, if they're doing 800 pounds a day in in grooms you know if we put another two groomers into the into the salon are they then going to be doing 1600 pounds a day probably not probably be not so we started to understand how overstaffed we were uh, and we we went forward and put a business case um together and unfortunately we we made two um, members of staff redundant but, and then we carried on with that 800 pound plus target every day um, you know, we started to get a grip of our prices, we got a grip of our, of our services, we got a grip of our mindset, and we went through and started to uh, take control of our business. And we put an intervention in, we stopped that sell cycle, you know, of doom. you know, yes, we, it's great being busy fantastic, we're busy, we have got you know phones ringing. But now we're selling at higher prices. So we're doing, you know, the target is 800 pounds a day and plus, and we book accordingly to that. But we don't see the need to take on more and more groomers because, you know, we just put our prices up instead. If there's a demand, then we put our prices up. So um, and we've just done a 10% increase for for April. Um, so we're coming back to the, the six figure um, pet room business. So if you're if you're sitting here listening to this, and you've got a salon, and you've got um, lots of members of staff, then I want you just to start to reflect on your business and, and start looking at your figures and start thinking, you know, where is the money going? Are we running a business for um, our staff? Are we running a business for our customers or are we running a business for us? Okay. Um, so we can be very busy, um, running, running pet room business, but who is it, who is taking all that money away from us? Um, because remember, you've got to dig into the reasons why you started a business. And that's probably because you've, you wanted some kind of freedom, some kind of flexibility. You wanted maybe a higher income, perhaps you were dissatisfied doing, um, you know, you, you, the, the mundane jobs that we do, maybe you wanted to do more, maybe you wanted to earn more in your life, but you've managed to grow this salon. And all you've done is give, replace one job with another job, you know, you're you're just um, busy running the salon and and not actually making an income from it, you're you're paying the bills, you're doing what you have to do, but you're working hard, slaving away, and not actually um, sort of building and building an income or building um, profit into your business. This podcast is sponsored by low pay is half the price of SumUp and Zettel, so you keep more of the money that you earn. Rates start at 0.79%. So, um let me have let's have a look at this um six figure business. Now, I, I speak to many many pet groomers every week, and um, I'm getting good now at sort of doing a bit of research before before speaking to them. So obviously, I go and look at the Facebook pages, look at the website if they've got one, um, and start getting a feel for the business before I speak to them. Now, obviously, many people come to me because uh, they are unsatisf- they're dissatisfied with their business. They they might have that, you know. We, me and Emma you know Emma opened the business in 2005 and we always had that feeling that craving that we could do more we always we always felt you know yeah we're really busy but we could do more there's always more that our business could do but we could never really put our finger on it until um, we started to find do do that business training and mentorship and started to realize that Yes, we can do more, but we could actually charge a lot more. And when you charge a lot more, you then gain extra income, which means you can invest in your business and do more with your business. So um, by charging more money and gaining some uh, extra income and some um, buffers behind us that gave us the the ability to then um, use Emma's skill as a veterinary nurse to open a, a, vet, a vaccination clinic. And of course, that vaccination clinic, what that does, that then um, diversifies the business, it brings more people into our business, as in more customers, more clients, and more income. So now our income goes up again, and then that gives us the ability to think again, what what more could we do? Could we go down the um, the, the sort of uh, scanning route? Um, you know, there's lots of different, different avenues you can go down. Um, so when I speak to business owners, they often come to me and on the face of it, on their Facebook pages, on their websites, you know the, the the social media front as we were, you know they're they're like I look I look at some of these business owners and think why why are you coming to speak to me you, you look like you've got a fantastic business on the the, the social media front of things you know you' you're, you you've got uh, members of staff, you've got uh, you're doing great grooms, you've got great reviews and uh, you look like you're doing really well. But when we actually dig into the business and start talking to them about, you know, the problems and issues that they have within their business, and this is going to be another podcast that I'm going to do about um, problems within your business, it all comes out, you know, And and but sometimes I can tell um, just through a website. So it might be a, a, on a website and there might be a, a meet the team. And I'm looking through, through the team members. It's like groomer, 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 bather, 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 bather. And I'm like, Oh, my God. And I know straight away that the the business owner is going to feel overwhelmed by the by the amount of work that's going through the business, they're going to be overwhelmed by the amount of staff that they're having to deal with. And they're probably not actually making um, the kind of money or income that they want. And again, that's kind of, um, they've falling into that trap of being really busy. And, um, you know, bringing loads of staff in and being really busy bringing more and more staff in and not actually working out their their prices versus their costs and um the staff staff is unfortunately the biggest cost in your business and they are just eating up all of all of those profits um let me just illustrate how um how staff are like your biggest cost in your business um so i'm just gonna go through some figures because. Uh, I was quite shocked when sort of working with some of my clients that they weren't quite understanding um, what I meant about um, staff costs. Um, so straight away, we um, So as you know, I'm a big, big advocate for apprentice, you know, and pushing those apprentices out there. Um that's a great way to grow your business. Um, but what we need to understand is the is the extra costs that come with employing staff and this is down here where it says where we've got cost to employer so like an apprentice's wage so this is ba- so the figures that i'm going to give out now is based on a, a full-time full-time week um so an apprentice at the moment it's all based on march um 2023's uh, minimum wage so the apprentice minimum wage at the moment is £4.81. And this is based on them working sort of five days a week with you. So an apprentice is going to cost you around £9,380 a year. And that is going to that is the only cost. If they're doing like full-time with you, they're going to be with you for a year. And uh, they're going to cost you £9,380 a year. £782 a month. And that probably equates to around £40 a day. So if you've got an apprentice that is bathing a Labrador for you, um, you know, and they do that Labrador from start to finish and see that Labrador out, you know, that's covered that apprentice's wage for that day. Um, and you'll hear tonight, um, I've got a, a podcast, alive uh, live with a, another groomer um, called Ida, and uh, we'll dig into, she's just taken on an apprentice, and that apprentice is kind of opening up like 100, 150 pounds worth of work for 40 pounds worth of pay, if that if that makes sense, so um, some people are unhappy about paying the apprentice wage. Well, the apprentice wage is a, a trade-off. So you are training that apprentice. You are giving them skills. Um, they could go to college and pay for that course, or they could come to you and you actually pay them a small wage in reward for for working. But the reward really is for them because they're getting they're getting that um, that training from you. Um, so, but what we do see is, um, we get, we see a lot of groomers that are, you know, I don't see many groomers that aren't busy, you know, it's a busy, busy world out there and the pet industry is still growing. Uh, the other week pets at home released their figures and, um, the pet industry is still growing, which is awesome. So, um, we get into this, this, this fear that the phone's ringing off the hook. And it sounds silly, doesn't it? The phone's ringing off the hook. We should take advantage of that. We should go out and employ more people, but, obviously we um, there is a shortage of groomers and uh, we get groomers that are coming out of college that's fine um, but maybe we're tempted to go and employ one of those and we go straight in at 10 pounds 50 an hour or maybe 11 pounds 50 and i've heard higher figures you know 14 15 pounds an hour you know you've got to look at how much this groomer that you're employing is gonna gonna give to your business how much groomer is gonna um is going to um, bring to your business. So when, okay, so when you put, when we charge someone like um, £10.50 an hour, you're looking at a salary of £20,000 a year, uh, £1,700 a month. Um, and that's, I, I can't remember if these figures are gross or net. I believe they're gross. And then you've then got to pay as an employer, you've got to pay employers, national insurance and tax as well. So that. £10.50 an hour person is actually costing you £1,837 a month. um, Because you as an employer has got to got to pay that. And then you can see there £11 an hour, um, they're going to they're going to cost you £1,930 a month, whereas an an apprentice is £782. So you can see there why um, we've always done it ourselves, we've always um, we've always sort of gone down the apprenticeship route and grown our staff organically okay so um we've always grown our staff in in house using the apprenticeship route hit and miss sometimes we we have gone through some apprentices but we've also had people stay with us for many many years as well um so that's that's how I personally do it or how we do it as a business. Now let's have a look at this six-figure business. This six-figure business model. So we're going to get you to if you're salon-based. Now, if you're working on your own, then um, getting to a hundred thousand, you're going to be going somewhere. I'm not sure um, a single worker working on your own, groom on your own. I'm not sure you can get to a hundred thousand without working like all the hours under the sun. Or, well, never say never. I mean, charging good, good prices, maybe um, I'd have to do the maths, but maybe 100 pounds per appointment, we'd have to see how that works out. But um, it's obviously there's a, a, a balance between um, working your butt off <laughs> as an as a solo groomer, and, uh, and earning the money. But I don't think as a solo groomer, you really need to get to 100,000. I think you can open up your profit, obviously, um, by having by charging good prices. And um if you're working uh, as a as a one groomer one bather, then you're going to get be getting close to a hundred thousand. Um, but typically, if you're two groomers and a bather, then there is no reason. But I can you know I would be looking for you to be at least VAT registered, so at least eighty five thousand pounds, and then I can show you how to get to that hundred thousand pounds to so sort of keep going through the uh, the VAT sort of threshold. So. Whenever I, I speak to a business owner, you know, and they tell me how many staff they've got and, um, you know, what their turnover is, if there's two groomers and a bather, 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 however you say it, um, two groomers and a bather, bather, I would be looking at, you know, £100,000 um, hundred thousand pound turnover for that business. So let's have a look how you do that. So basically, a um, £100,000 turnover – yeah turnovers vanity profit is sanity so you've got to have a look at your profit margins in that but um this is with three members of staff okay so which includes which includes yourself as the business owner so actually um when when um when we talk about expenses staff members are your biggest expense so this could be two business owners and a batha. I've spoke to a um, a couple of ladies the other day that were coming together to form a business, and uh, I showed them this model. and I said, look, you know, it's your first year of trading. You've got to be thinking you're going to hit potentially hit the VAT threshold quite quickly because if you've got two bathers, 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 two groomers and a Bartha, you know, you could hit the VAT threshold quite quickly around the around the four. Around the ten month um, margin, really. So, so this is based on three members of staff, and it's five days a week. So, we're not even um, we're not even uh, working loads and loads and loads of days. So, five days a week, Monday to Friday, Tuesday to Saturday, you know, however you want to play it. Um, and again, if you're starting your business and you're starting your salon, um, it's the best time to decide what you want to do. Do you want to work Saturdays? There's a lot of fear out there that if you don't work Saturdays, you won't get the work. But you only have to look at some of the comments in the groups and stuff, and actually the people that have changed their their Saturdays, you know, and they've refused to do them. Funny enough, people do find other ways to get their dogs to you. Okay, so you could you could just say I'm just going to work Monday to Fridays, or maybe you want to work, you know, Tuesday to Saturday. It's not a problem. It's your your business. It's your rules. But this is based on five five days a week, and then we're going to make the assumption that um, you got two established um maybe a bit of experienced qualified groomers and uh, you're going to be looking at uh, eight eight dogs or we could say eight appointments a day um how does that sound if there's two groomers and a bather um how does that sound you know i think that's quite reasonable i think you can um with some hard work and upselling of um add-ons i think you can drop the eight dogs a day, I think you can re- reduce that down to maybe seven, maybe six dogs a day with add-ons. Um, because all you need to achieve on the on the eight dogs a day is you need to achieve £50 per appointment. That's all you need to achieve with eight dogs a day. £50 per appointment will see you get 100000 a year in turnover. That's with three members of staff. So, um, so let's have a look at that. So, 50, 50 times uh, eight, so it's four hundred pounds a day. Yeah, times by five days a week. Yeah, so it's two thousand pounds a week, and then times that by fifty weeks a year. You know, so we I always work on averages. So you might have some weeks, obviously, where there's a groomer away, but when there's when you're together. That £400 a day, I mean, you could be doing 500, maybe you could be doing 550, perhaps, if you've done a lot of upsetting. So, it all you want to hit an average of £400 a day throughout the year. Yeah. So, £2,000 a week, over 50 weeks a year, that's bang on 100,000. All right. Bang on 100,000. Yeah you start adding more, uh, more teeth cleans, add on spa treatments, uh, stuff like that. I mean, you could, you know, if you're if you're doing teeth cleaning at 25 pounds, and you do three of them a day, that's 75 quid, you could start reducing the amount of dogs that you're doing for clips, the amount of uh, dog grooming dogs that you're doing and doing your add ons instead you see how that all starts to add up and that's eight dogs a day. And I think you can even reduce that. You know, you take that down to, um, let's say you do 58 pounds per appointment. So, you know, you're maybe you've, you're, you've, you're doing a 45 pound dog and then you're upselling a, um, a, a D shed at 18 pounds that takes you up to 58 quid, you know, and it's all about the, the upsells, you know, less dogs, but more upsells 58 pounds per dog um seven dogs a day that's 406 pounds you know so straight away you're working less straight straight away you're working less you're working less and achieving the same amount of income without having to flood your business with work without having to do your joints in you're making you're making this a career now you're you're now making your your grooming life, you're extending your grooming life. You know, you're you're taking less pressure on your joints. Let's let's turbocharge that. Okay. Let's let's add some cat grooming into that. Um crikey, you know, you could do a two of you, a day's day's worth of cat grooming, you know, you could be looking at five, six, seven hundred pounds. Uh do that a week. That starts to accelerate again, doesn't it? Um so you do say you do um four days a week um four days a week dog grooming so 400 times four that's 1600 pounds um so four days a week and that's uh dog grooming so four days a week dogs uh 1600 pounds yeah and then we do um a day's cat grooming and we do six cats uh, an average of 100 pounds um so six hundred, so that takes you to two thousand two hundred pounds a week. Yeah, times that by fifty, you've then added one hundred and ten grand to your to your bottom line. That's ten grand more profit. You're not doing any more dogs. There's, do you get it does that make sense you know so we talk about um working smarter and not harder these are the kind of figures that we need to start but start looking at if you're doing like um you need to start working out you know take how many dogs you're doing today let's say you, and, and how much you're how much you're, you've done so let's say you've done 150 pounds today and you've done five dogs that's 30 pounds an appointment it's not good enough is it it's not good enough. There shouldn't be anything with a three in it, I don't think, in business. We shouldn't be charging like 30 quid or, or whatever for our appointments. But if we do, say you do 150 pounds today and uh, you've done three dogs, you know, that makes a lot better, doesn't it? Um, so that's going to be your 50 pound dogs, yeah? You you bring another groomer in and up it to to, to seven dogs. You bring a bather in which enables you to do a few more dogs, you've got your £100,000 business there, your six-figure business. So, you know, start working out. Um, start working out your averages. Start looking at what what your average appointment, how much your average appointment is, uh, and start making these changes. Start um, Start looking at your prices because if you want to make a, a long, sustainable career where you're not... Uh, aching and breaking yourself and having to have operations and and having to give up a beloved job you know a beloved business that you really want to work in then the answer is is you need to be working smarter don't you so we need to be looking at our prices we need to be looking at our add-ons you know and uh I'm just, I, I don't know if I've talked about this yet, but a challenge that uh, we want to put forward in our business is to see how much money we can make in a day by not grooming a dog. And I've actually stood up in a in a, in a a seminar, I think it was Groomfest, and I'm like, I'm going to tell you how to make more money without grooming dogs. And you're like, we're dog groomers. What are you talking about? We do dog grooming. You know, let's, let's open our minds up. Let's think outside the box. Let's think about what else we can offer to our, our dog customers and what else we can offer to our clients that are, you know, and I'm not talking about uh, these services need to be profitable, but they also need to help your clients as well. They need to solve these problems. So, you know, start start thinking outside the box and start having a good look at your business and asking yourself, why am I doing this? you know, why, when I first started my business, why, why did I start it? And am I achieving that now? Am I achieving what I set out to, or have I just replaced one job with another job? Am I running this business for me? Or am I running this business for my staff? Or am I running this business for our clients? And it's something you hear me say a lot, isn't it? Because, you know, you've got to start, and it's a very good book to read. You've got to start with your why. Why are you doing this? Um, Why are you injuring yourself? or just to make ends meet. Um, But yeah, hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully um, you've got something out of that. Um, I'd love to hear uh, your feedback. I'd love to hear your comments. Please share this podcast with people, um, with other groomers so that they get an idea of what they could do with their business. Um, Keep inviting people into the group. Um, Let me just uh, have a look over all the comments that are coming in um it's doable yeah I'm turning over yeah 100,000 wow Debbie's turning over that you know 100,000 on her own crikey uh the problem is people don't charge I've been trying for years but people still don't understand I'm trying to help yeah gotta put those prices up Lee I'm a fool and learning from you plus signing up it'd be nice to see you Lee it's you've you've had your your crafts now let's get down to uh let's get down to business not starting a business with no skill. Yeah, you know, we run a business startup course to try and help people um start their businesses with confidence, um, to make sure they're not going out there really cheap. Um, you know, the biggest one of the biggest bugbears and one of the biggest issues, and so many people do it, is you're looking at other people's prices and then discounting them when you go out there. Don't do it, don't do it. Um Nicolette is in America. I mean, it's phenomenal what and the Americans are charging compared to what we're charging. It just seems to be a whole different culture out there. But you know, let's look towards them, let's look at them. Um, you know, let's let's sort of look towards their pricing and 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 we've got to ask them, haven't we? We've got to ask for more money people say you know why why if, if people say you know i'm only getting 35 pounds for a dog who's to blame it's not the client client well clients don't care what you charge the clients you know if you turn around to them and said to them um oh hello mr client you know or mrs client i'm i'm struggling with my mortgage payment this month i was wondering if you could just uh, give me some more money please they'd be like no run your business better uh, and if you close, I'll go elsewhere. You know, the clients, we'd like to think that we're being loyal to these clients for, for um, you know, keeping our prices low for them or, or uh, you know, we feel guilty about putting our prices up because they've been with us for so many years. But I wonder if you turn around and say, look, I'm, I'm missing my car lease payment this month. Do you mind just chipping in for me? I wonder if they'd do anything. I wonder if they'd say, yes, oh, yes, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll help you out with your payments. Or do you think they'll just go, Well, put your prices up then. Don't be so silly, you know. So, you know, if we're going out there and we're asking for £30, we're asking for £35, £40, you know, um, and we're we're stressed, we're tired, we're we're over-busy, we're overstretched, we're hurting, we're injured. Whose fault is it? It's our fault, isn't it? For not going out there and asking for more money. Okay, so... Um, really reflect on that. Really think about that and start thinking about the changes that you can make to your business. And once we all start changing this, the industry is going to start changing. You know, people people coming through the training schools will start looking up to, to groomers that are charging 60, 70 pounds for cockaboos. You know, this is where we want to be. This is where we want to be for the amount of work, the blood, sweat and tears that you put into these animals and the care for the customers, you know. And... Yeah, let's lose customers. Let's tell them to go elsewhere. But if everyone else is like charging good money for the, they can go elsewhere. But they won't have any. You know, they will still be paying like higher prices, which is which would be great, wouldn't it? So um, I hope you've enjoyed this. If you're uh, a salon owner, um, <laughs> looking at your salon today, and you've got hundreds of people working in there, and you you're just treading water, swimming through treacle. Um, you know all these little analogies you know you're you just making ends meet or even or not able to pay yourself any wages because you're paying everyone else then stop it stop you're running a business for them I want you to run a business for you and then do employment the right way and get the employment done correctly so that you can afford to pay yourself and then pay your members of staff as well. Another good book to uh, start looking at is Profit First. All right. I um, hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you tonight um, or there'll be a further live tonight where I'm joined by a client, Ida, who is on the business program and she's going to be telling us about her amazing um, business journey that she's had with us. Um, happy grooming. I hope the sun comes out soon um, and we'll see you all soon. See you on the next one. Take care. Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast please make sure you give us a like or a review to help people find it the podcast is sponsored by low head over to www.lowpay.com to find out more about their payment solution